Hello and welcome to A Pod of Tea podcast, your go-to place for teas and chats. I'm your host Emma and I am joined today through the power of the internet by my sister Alice. Hello Alice! Hello! <laughs> I turned into a chat show host then. <laughs> You've introduced that so chat showy. Come on down! Out of the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Channel 4 TV. Absolutely, in its prime. I mean, what else is there to do right now? Well, we're going to talk about some of the other things that you can do. Well, not in this complete lockdown, but when things ease up. There are some things, there are things that can can occur. Um, I've got Alice on the podcast with me today because we are going to try a tea from Stickology. Am I saying it? No, stick Sticksology, which is a loose leaf tea that you can have on the go, which I think is a pretty cool concept. And my sister Alice has been on the go this past year quite a bit. She has been out and about. She's been exploring. She's been adventuring. So I want to talk about that with her. And then we can have a tea that if you like this, Alice, you could then, Mm -hmm. you know, be sat atop a mountain and have yourself a loose leaf tea, which now that's pretty novel. (laughs) I mean, absolutely. I think I'd be intrigued to know if there's any, like, what are the benefits of not brewing a tea and leaving it for a few hours in a flask? It's you know. the taste more than anything. Cool. Well, in that case, I'm, oh, I've actually just taken it out of the packet. It smells really good. <laughs> Is it really lemony? So we've both got um, this tea again. So I, I am still working through the amazing prize package that I received from Loose Leaf Lemon on Instagram. This is another one of the teas that came in that. So... Yeah, we've I've been given the zesty lemon, which is what I've sent to Alice and I've got here. And I've also got the breakfast brew, which I haven't yet tried. So this is a completely new experience. So I'm going to smell the zesty lemon as well. That is zesty. Whew. It's zesty and it smells like sherbet lemons. It does. Um, it's lovely. I did look up what's in this tea. So let's have a little look here. In this tea, zesty lemon is a Sri Lankan black peco leaf oh black peco peco leaf with lemon pieces so it's got real lemon pieces in it which is great because if you're on the go and you like lemon in your tea you don't want to be carrying a lemon around with you you've got things to do you've got mountains to climb (laughs) have your handy little stick of tea and then go oh get your little chopping board out slice out a lemon oh no Stixology have you covered. You take the whole kitchen with you when you yeah. go outdoors. <laughs> I do. I love that our stepdad has a little uh, bunch that he's got like a little burner, hasn't he, to make a... a little camp stove thing. Yeah, but it's like a super miniature one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he's really sweet. He even gets the little like instant noodles, you know, the square. Does he? And he takes them for a snack. That's really I would do the same. I'd probably get a pot noodle because it's like a two-in-one cup and noodle combo but yeah <laughs> I love a cup noodle I'm not gonna lie I'm very partial to it so I'm gonna I've got my hot water in a flask here mm-hmm. Alice you've already gone and poured yours out of the the kettle so I'm just gonna get the water out of the flask and then let's get brewing so that we can try this we tea. Get I'm gonna um I'm actually gonna video this experience oh my I will be linking oh, Alice's wow. Instagram if you are interested 
and seeing what she gets up to and I guess seeing this this tea in action so is it quite literally it's like a little packet it you know like how you get sugar in a cafe in those little sticks it looks like that but bigger like someone's sort of blown one up in a kind of a foil packet and it's got loads and loads and loads of little holes and it says on the website that you literally you just put it in and you use the packet as a spoon as well so you stir it and then when it's brewed enough to your taste you take it out so I'm going to pop it in there um, if you put it in, so the child in me has figured this out. If you put it in and then put all the bubble, um, all the holes underneath the top of the water, and then squeeze the top, little bubbles come out. Little bubbles. <laughs> she does not like. There are bubbles. Oh wow, this is fun. I feel like a little. I, like uh, I feel like a, a witch over my cauldron. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that sort of colour to come through. It's quite golden, it's isn't it? Pretty, I'm glad I videoed that. Like the, it, it yeah those little holes be working (laughs) they do now I know how many little holes are on this packet you know I do let me check I wrote it down 427 micro perforations are on this packet that's um, both precise and a bizarre number 427 I did not count them I got that from the website so they counted them as well they should for they invented it. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, does it have a brew time? What's the ideal? I believe about thought. three to four minutes, but I might be wrong there. But let's let's try three, have a taste, and then if it's not okay. strong enough. I won't lie, I've not been counting. Let's go from now. Okay, it's too hot. <laughs> it's gonna be hot. I was I was thinking, oh, do I put milk with it? Certainly not with a lemon tea. Surely not. No, that would be horrid. So yes, we will just have have this like that. I'm really this is really novel. And I just I quite like the idea of being that kid who's out and about with their little hot flask on a yeah, on a trek or something, and then sits down and pulls out their loose leaf tea stick. It's so bougie. It is. And it's just it's like it's just an experience, isn't it? It isn't it, yeah. I do feel like I am probably going to be ordering some of these afterwards just for the novelty effect absolutely absolutely you could take a selection and be like at the top of this mountain I'm going to have this tea but when I get over to that peak I'm going to have this tea that would be (laughs) so nice you could you could associate the different activities the different places you're at with different types of tea yeah like an immersive tea experience do you often, when you're out and about, Alice, are you someone who takes a tea? Do you take a thermos of tea with you? Um, so I don't take, I don't normally take tea. No. Um, I normally take um, like hot Ribena. Ah. But this is sweet. And I, I, I like the fact that it's a zesty lemon. I feel like this could be a good replace. Um, but I do need a hot drink. But sometimes I feel like I need a hot drink that I can drink a lot of quite quick because if I'm doing like the open water swimming and stuff I want to have a nice like warm not hot I want a warm drink to like slowly warm me up I don't want to overboard it but um but yeah I I love a hot squash I really do if you are not familiar with Ribena it's a blackcurrant um cordial type thing that you mix with water and it makes a 
a squash. Anyone from the UK is like, good <laughs> Anyone not from the UK, hopefully, I didn't going, have a oh. moment and I was like, who doesn't know what Ribena is? It's like sunny day. It's like a pastime. <laughs> I learn, I learn, I think I've said this on the podcast before. My first year of uni, my first term of university, we had some American students over for the term. And that's when I learned that they don't have squash in America because we saw some of them sat around a table. And they were drinking squash and they were like, there's something really wrong with this, with this juice. And I was like, oh, you're meant to dilute it. <laughs> you are meant to dilute it with serious? water. They don't have squash. No, no. I guess they're cordials. They just, but... drink, they just drink like juice. Just normal juice. Wow. I believe so. I mean, if anyone's American who's listening and can, can shed light on this a bit further, what, what's beverages do you have of a soft variety what are your soft drink choices yeah um, I've always been intrigued by Kool-Aid what is Kool-Aid Kool-Aid don't take it you can get Kool-Aid in like those uh like little sachets can't you so maybe that's like that's surely a variation of squash except I imagine um very uh it, you'd go quite hyper is it blue? Am I just making that up? I think they do different colours. And when I think about sachets of Kool-Aid, it's because I've watched a lot of like <laughs> hair dye <laughs> gone wrong tutorial things where people have tried to use Kool-Aid to dye their hair multiple colours. No. Um, because you just get lost in that wormhole of the internet sometimes. And that's where you, you really go. Do. That's where I, go. <laughs> I appreciate that you do that, though, because you send me some really funny things to look at. <laughs> so you take one for the team. <laughs> You just look at them sometimes and be like, what What have you clicked on to get there? <laughs> Jack does the same. Jack Jack will sit and go down the wormhole. I, t- I tend not to. I don't know why. I sort of yeah. stay in my little safe zone of people I follow. But um, we are looking at the time. It's time to maybe stop brewing this tea. <laughs> okay, we have de-stitch. Okay. So this looks itself. like a nice golden colour. And it smells it's, it's, really it's nice. lemony. What colour's your mug? White. White. I was going to say, you can really see the colour. You've gone for the authentic know. mug there, Alice, the authentic travel experience, because you've got your travel mug, haven't you? Yeah. And, and do you know what? I really like this one because it's got gold flamingos on it. And I just feel like it's, it's just got something about it, hasn't it? It has. It's got some style. Mm-hmm. It's got some panache. It has. Oh, yes, but it's not like your standard unicorn or maybe a bit of a llama. No. It's a flamingo. The flamingo. So, yeah. well, I mean, all of those are all very popular choices. Yes, of course. But the flamingo. I've gone for, I've got my Winnie the Pooh mug, which I'm loving at the moment because Jack accidentally <laughs> smashed, um, it's on my Instagram account. Uh, I had a mug with the letter E on it given to me at Christmas and he accidentally broke it. <laughs> <laughs> then he oh, came no. back for me. Um, and I love this mug. It's a really good size. Well, that's a lovely lemony tea. Oh, that is very nice. Isn't it? Ooh. I do feel like I'm just I'm drinking lemon sherbets. Mm. Mm. That's really pleasant because the smell of lemon is really strong, but I feel like the taste isn't a letdown at all here. No, it's not at all. And it's also, and I've only had a small amount because it mine's very hot at the minute. Um, but it's not uh what's the word? It's not overly sweet either. No. It's not got that nasty sort of like tang. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't got the tang. I've got the bitterness, so you've probably you've brewed that to That's a really good <laughs> bitterness or the correct word to articulate what uh 
is. <laughs> Sorry, I believe it's squirrel for bitter. I think. I think you're fine. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, I really, yeah, I could, I could definitely envision myself out somewhere on a really long walk and then stopping and having one of these. Mhm. Mm. Mm. Definitely surprise. What a good day it was when this arrived in the post. From yeah, it was surprise, wasn't it? <laughs> um, your invite to this actually just made me cry because I I just miss you so much. <laughs> I miss you too. Me and Alice would normally see each other. I'd say usually at least like once a month. Sometimes a yeah, bit more, yeah. mm-hmm. but normally at least once a month. And I haven't seen you now since Christmas. Yeah, which overjoyed that we had Christmas. Absolutely. Yes. Um, Very um, lucky very grateful um but yeah it's not enough (laughs) it's not enough we need more we need more um withdrawal symptoms so let's let's go on a little daydream alice let's live vicariously through alice of past of yester yester Mm -hmm. pandemic when we were allowed to get in the car and drive somewhere for exercise as opposed to the current lockdown rules which is you have to just be local it's like quite strict at the moment it's probably the strictest it's been in the UK right now, I think, on yeah, par think with the initial lockdown. Initial lockdown, you could um, you could go out and exercise on your own. Oh, you could meet household. one person. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, and then it was after a few weeks, I think they introduced that you could meet one other person from another household. Um, I'm glad that they've retained that for this lockdown. But yeah, it's that sort of situation. But it just feels like it's been going on forever. It does. I think we're all we're all very fatigued right now from it. Mm. So, because I have found myself sat here watching a lot of YouTube videos and just planning things that are from far flung lands and <laughs> adventures and stuff, and just escaping that way. Um, I can't wait there's so much stuff I want to do now but um, so we came out of the first lockdown things started to ease and we were told that you were uh, yet again allowed to travel for Mm -hmm. exercise and for recreation and I do feel like you suddenly took on this new pursuit this new avenue so could you tell tell the listeners about it yeah I guess um I just didn't want to be cooped up I think if you look at um Emma you probably know a lot more about this from beforehand but when did I ever actually spend a weekend at home and didn't go anywhere I'd always be off visiting family or seeing friends or um traveling somewhere like driving across the country because I chose to live like 150 miles away from everyone (laughs) yes um but then you know also wanted to see you all the time so that was a brilliant idea um so I feel like I've always had this habit of going out and being somewhere else and spending time going to different places. Um, so, yeah, just just did that as close to home as possible, but just being outdoors rather than in the car all the time. Um, but it's been brilliant. I've definitely hung up the heels for a pair of hiking boots. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Um, best decision I've made I can't see the heels coming back anytime soon but um it's been that like a, a literal breath of fresh air oh, um, yeah I think as well I, I struggle to um I struggle to sleep if I don't use my energy mm-hmm. um and sometimes I feel like you know like 
my mind's tired but my body's just like yeah you're not you're not tired enough yet so I think exercise for me is really important to kind of be able to get a good night's sleep I'm sure you can agree with that as well absolutely I can tell when I haven't done exercise and I get the problem is when you haven't done it for a while you become more lethargic to the idea of doing it or at least I, I certainly do so a couple of days ago I sat here and I was like you should just go out for a run or stick a video on YouTube that you can exercise along with. And I just couldn't bring myself to do it because I'd gone too long without doing exercise and I just felt a bit yeah. more. But luckily it was my birthday yesterday <laughs> uh, at time of recording and Jack got me the ring fit for the switch and I <laughs> love it. So we are back yeah. in Exercise Central. I can't wait to come try this out. You are good. It's, it's a joy. It's so fun. You basically exercise to defeat monsters what's not to love brilliant brilliant (laughs) I yeah I can't wait it sounds right up my street absolutely um but yeah I think motivation is a huge thing isn't it and Mm. um I think in the summer I was doing a few running challenges um that are all over my Instagram and you started Um, really high with that Alice went from not doing any challenges to how much how much did you have to run in that first challenge well clearly I didn't understand the concept of a kilometer um (laughs) so when I when I was looking at these challenges so you can pick different distances over the period of the month um and the first one I saw was 200 kilometers and I looked at it and I was just like yeah that'd be good and then I was like, hmm, but 200 is probably a bit far. Let's half it and start with 100, like a respectable 100. <laughs> My God, 100 kilometers is a long way for someone who didn't run at all. That's so many <laughs> kilometers. So many. Um, it hurt, but it was so good. And um, yeah, obviously, I, I've, I've done a few different distances since then. Um, and I think it really helped me get over this the bridge with running I think there's that period of time where you go running and you really just don't like it and then you just cross this bridge at one point and then you go oh I feel good about this all the time um but then what I've learned now is my relationship with running has changed loads how I feel about it now is that I'm not going to push myself to go out for a run I would consider a challenge again um but where I've spent the past sort of year I guess exploring different types of exercise and you know going out on the bike um I've just ordered the paddleboard all these different things um I don't I don't feel like I need to put as much emphasis on one sport and I think I maybe started to teeter towards the the bad relationship with exercise when last year because I was putting so much dependency on it being this distraction from the pandemic Mm -hmm. Um, so I think what's been really good is to actually take a step back, sit down with some chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, right. <laughs> Let's just do the exercise for the joy of exercise. Um, so, yeah, so now every time I go out and do stuff, it's just because I've woken up that day and I've thought, right, I want to go for a run or I want to go out on the bike. Um, I think it's I a minimum. It. Yeah, it's good. And I think it's a minimum. I just actually just want to walk outside, even if it's just for five minutes around the block. Mm-hmm just want that air but um I love that attitude of just waking up and going what do you know I need to do something what do I actually feel like doing I'm not going to make myself you know obviously if you're it's different if you're like training for something or you're an actual athlete but when you're doing it for your own well-being just do whatever you as long as you're moving just do whatever you fancy doing that day even if it's just like sometimes it's going to sound a bit silly I will literally just stick some music on and dance because I'm like yeah 
Get your heart rate right up. Okay, yeah, it's brilliant. I, when you said sort of just waking up and deciding you're going to do something, it did remind me of the first time we went paddleboarding in <laughs> Canada. So we went to visit uh, Rebecca Felgate, Miss Rebecca J. And on our summer holiday in 2019, and me and Alice, like we'd been to, she took us to this place called the Toronto Islands the day before, where there's this water and beach and just, it was beautiful. And we saw that you could do paddleboarding there. In fact, Becca had done paddleboarding there and had told us about it. And the next morning we'd been out the night before and we woke up and I think it took us about 10 minutes to go from, should we paddleboard? We should look into it to actually booking the paddleboarding yeah. and going. We booked it early as well, didn't really we? Really early. Think, um, but that was obviously, we were, we had the whole jet lag thing, right? But when yeah. you go over there, it's a case of you just have to try and make yourself stay up later, which is easier, an easier thing to do than wake up earlier. So we were waking up really early because of our body clocks. Mm. Um, yeah, it was such a brilliant snap decision. It was so um, great. And by, by what I mean by it being snap, it's like we literally booked it and then we're paddling boarding, not but a couple of hours later. It was like yeah. not booking it for a few days' time. time. <laughs> <laughs> it was so oh, it Fab. it was so much literally should we paddleboard today yeah all right let's google it googled book done let's go <laughs> yeah amazing next thing you know we're on a paddleboard staring at the toronto tower from across the lake and i just can't um i just can't get over how amazing that trip was it was incredible and i'm so glad that i got to do that with you and obviously um have all of that experience directed by um, Rebecca essentially yeah. she's the, the the best friend and the tour guide and um yeah gosh she she looked after us good that week she really we were spoiled by Becca <laughs> a little mini celebrity yeah <laughs> it was amazing we just the best time the best time was had the the most most beautiful experiences but paddleboarding that definitely because I I love paddleboarding um I certainly am not in the position right now to be able to to paddleboard because I've got a down in person that I suppose uh, <laughs> <laughs> taking up most of my time. But that little gem, that little seed has been planted. I think the yeah. seed in you is like flourishing into a full on. I've got to go. I've got to do it. Like yeah, I think um, so. Over the past sort of twelve months, I was like, I know, I know that I want to do it again. But there was a part of me that kept thinking, I'll just go to like a place where they have boards and you know rent one out for a little bit and then take it back. And um, I kept saying that all of last year, and I didn't go once mm -hmm. because it's that there's like a barrier between actually being able to just go because you have to book something. And I don't yeah. know if there's like a bit of anxiety associated with the fact that I'd have to go talk to new people mm -hmm. in the middle of a pandemic and all this stuff. So um, I've been thinking about it a lot. I've been following a lot of people on Instagram who also do it. Um, also people who are in the local area, just because I wanted to understand that if I did get one, that it's something that I could do quite comfortably in a lockdown as an example with yeah. lesser restrictions than we have now I don't think it's necessarily reasonable to go now um but but I also thought it was this, you know um understanding where you can and can't go yeah um, so when it arrives and near the end of lockdown I'm gonna order I think it's a British waterways license which I think currently is like 45 quid for the year that's so um, good and you can use the canals and stuff, which and I, obviously, I, you know, you have to read up on where you can and can't go. 
but there's loads of Facebook groups and Instagram pages to help with that and the community of people that surround these sort of sports everyone is just so helpful that you feel like you're just joining a family every time that you That's start so nice it is really lovely even though like you're completely apart you feel like there's this togetherness so that's been really good so yeah hopefully the board will arrive tomorrow um super exciting I must say I cannot wait to come and visit you and bring it and then we can like take turns between watching the babe and out on the board it's going to be amazing and if you've got the British waterways license I'm pretty sure that would then cover the broads and the rivers around here where people do canoeing and people do stand-up paddleboarding like right by the city already so there's so many places that we could go around here it will be really fun it will be really fun I'm so excited and the other thing I want to join you with is your open water open water swimming yes it is it's brilliant I think um again it's another thing I've been eyeing up for a while but I was quite conscious that I wanted to make sure that I did it, A, did it right, and B, had the right equipment. A lot of people will go and they won't use tow floats or anything. And they're actually really important to make sure that you, you're visible and that, you know, if you get into a bit of trouble, you've got something there just to, you know. So your tow float, is that the bag you were on about that you can put your belongings in? Yeah, so it's a dry bag, but it doubles up as a tow float. So it's got these sort of valves on the front and back of it that you can blow up. Um, and then it just toddles behind you and it's bright pink. So I love it. But it's um, so it's not it's not designed as like a like a flotation aid, but it is floaty enough that if I need to have a break, it holds my weight in the water. Yeah, which is fab. So I'd gone up to the reservoir, for my first what, my first go. And there was quite a few other swimmers back there as well, which was nice. And I always take someone with me um, to like watch from the side. So if I got into distress, you know, they could call someone or they could just sit and watch me go. Oh, what a shame. There She's she struggling. The big bag is mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it would be all fun in games so they realised that I had the keys to the car and the tow float. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it's really really good I think I chose to and you know wrongly or rightly I chose to start it when it was starting to get quite cold which I'm both I'm glad about it but I'm also I'm I'm not sure so I'm glad about it because I got I got the wetsuit I knew I wouldn't be able to do it without a wetsuit because I would get too cold and going there and knowing that it's going to be freezing and doing something new it was it was brilliant because I got in the water and I was a bit worried that I'd get in and be like, get out, get out, get out. But I got in and my mind was just like, you've done it. You've got in. <laughs> this is great. Um, and it's all I could think about the whole time I was in there is that I've just achieved this thing and that I'm in the middle of this reservoir and it looks beautiful. The view's amazing. I'm getting a perspective of somewhere that I've walked around before that I've never seen before. And and it was just, yeah, it was just really, really nice. So that was quite a positive. But where it's then got colder and colder, and I'm not necessarily as used to swimming in such cold waters, I definitely know my limit sort of this year. It might change next year if I keep it up. But my limit the minute I reached it and then it kind of surpassed that. So um, I'm waiting. I think now is like we're not very snowy here now. So I think... Um, when lockdown lifts I'll definitely go again because I think it'll be back in the realms of my limit and then who knows we might not need the wetsuit for much longer see if I can That's you so know exciting. embrace my skin yeah. <laughs> 
it's such a weird thing to say no but, oh, <laughs> what, that is an achievement like getting it like the cold it's a shock I've heard there's like various health benefits and things to doing this um but that thrill is yeah, so great and in the current climate where you feel a little bit trapped you feel like you can't really go out and do things and achieving things are, are quite difficult right now that is something that you can tangibly achieve and it doesn't cost any well it costs getting the equipment but once you've got the equipment like it doesn't cost anything it's healthy it's hearty it just sounds great I'm really impressed you did it when you said about you getting cold I remember when we were kids we went to uh, Cornwall in the it was like off season mum had said you used to be able to get these vouchers in the newspaper and if you saved up enough of them um you could get a caravan off season mm-hmm. for like a fiver or three pounds it was ridiculous so off to Cornwall we went and um both me and you'd got into our heads that we wanted to surf never nay had we had a lesson we were children by the way we were oh we're I say children I was definitely probably teens I was teens and we were like, right, yeah, we're going to surf. And Mum and Mark were just like, oh, oh, oh they're going to surf. So we went to this little uh, board shop. And uh, Mum was like, well, you probably, you know, you might get bored. So we're not going to get you both a surfboard. We're just going get to you, get you one to share. <laughs> okay. And they were like, we should get wetsuits as well. So we went to the thing and they were like, and they were like, okay. And they're like, just one to share. That's a bit odd. And then they looked at us and went, have you surfed before? And we were like, no. <laughs> Do you know how to do it? And we were like, we've seen no. some films. <laughs> we've seen some movies of surfing in. How hard can it be? Oh. And then this really kindly shopkeeper was like, okay, I think you should rent some bodyboards instead because there's not many wa- I think they phrased it and it was very sweet. They were like, there's not many waves today. You might struggle to get the waves. Let's get the bodyboards because then, you know, you'll have fun. And then they went and we'll even do two for one so you can have one each. <laughs> we were spoiled so off we went into the water and it was so fun I loved it but I remember I think we'd been in there not too long maybe 10 minutes 15 minutes and I turned around and your lips were blue they were blue from the cold and you were so determined to stay in as long as like I am a human furnace I it takes a lot to make me cold I'm very very warm most of the time I was perfectly fine in the sea that time and I turned around and I was like Al you need to get out and warm up and you're like are you staying in and I said yeah and you're like I'm not leaving (laughs) I'm staying in I'm so stubborn (laughs) it was brilliant but and the best you know what there really wasn't that many waves because I also remember there was someone on a surfboard like bobbing around and then me and you like nipping past them on our body boards like (laughs) (laughs) I I admire the like our younger selves yes and just that but the thing is I say that but we haven't changed (laughs) wake up in the morning should we should we uh stand up paddle today yes okay let's go (laughs) we're doing this or me just ringing saying Emma I'm gonna go swim in open water today (laughs) this is it this is it and um I think we do have a habit of one of us will do something and the other one goes oh I want to do that yeah I still want a Nintendo Switch I just can't justify the spend right now she says (laughs) after buying a paddleboard um (laughs) oh the paddleboard I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna be getting some use out of that that's the other thing that I love about our um our sort of relationship as well is that we just like I bought that and I immediately want to bring it to you Mm. and do it with you yeah it's lovely I appreciate that so much yeah I can't I can't wait we're gonna have a good summer 
Yeah. I know we're in the middle of a pandemic and we don't know what's going to happen around the corner, but I'm confident that we will get some easing of restrictions and you know there are there, there are fun times to be had pandemic or not so Absolutely. this is good just getting out there I feel like there's been a, a people are realizing things that are fun that maybe they haven't experienced as much before like I, even just like down to little things me and Jack have found some walks near us no yeah. idea there with that there's a whole little woodland and a marsh right near my flat I live in a city like it's crazy um it's really close it's like 20 minute walk and it's lovely so that's like my new favorite walk now and um I never would have realized that was there unless I was looking for new places to walk nearby I think what I love as well is it's normalized for me and I don't know if people will find this silly but I struggled with the concept of going for a solo walk before the pandemic okay yeah I know that people wouldn't know that you didn't have somewhere to go, but I always worried about the fact that people would know that I was just walking and not going anywhere. Do you oh, know really? I mean? Okay, yeah. yeah. So it might be really strange. And um, like I could, it's easy for me to say I'm just going for a run, but I'm just going for a walk to me just sounded weird. I don't know why. I, no, I, I, I bet there's people like you agree with that. Of it. <laughs> no, I'm sure okay. there will be people that agree with that, definitely. Yeah. I, I've, no. I've tended to always gone off for a little wander here and there yeah. usually because I often get into my head that I want to go somewhere and not all the time do people want to go with you <laughs> so um, there you go yeah so so that's been really nice I feel like I've really like the concept of if I if I'm having a hard day and I don't feel like I can get out for a run or a cycle because sometimes just the concept of putting on those trainers mm. and you know getting the running because I like to t- I take my phone everywhere so that I can be tracked <laughs> yes um and um and the same with the bike like if I go out sometimes I know I'm going off on a tangent here but I feel like it's worth talking about sometimes I'll go out with the intention to go out for half an hour but then I get out and I feel like I'm having such a good time I'll stay out for an hour or two like on the bike yeah. like really that long it'll kill me <laughs> but um <laughs> But I've had so many times where then mum, because obviously I'm living, I'm living with our parents at the minute, um, mum will send me a message and be like, are you okay? I'm worried. Oh, <laughs> yes. Back and to be fair, I, you know, I understand it. I'm out on a bike. It's not the best of weather. Mm-hmm. Could have come off. So you can, on WhatsApp and things, you can um, share your live locations. So they can follow you around. Oh, clever. Um, I think that's so important. That's yeah. a good tip. That's a really and good I just like the idea. Yeah, and I just like the idea of someone knowing where you are. Um, like if you're going for a run, it's just it's just so yeah. So I always take my phone. So sometimes just the concept of taking the belt out to put the phone in because it's a big phone. It's just too much effort. Mm. You know, getting the bike out of the like taking the bike to the front of the house. It's just too much effort. Yeah. So being able to just put on some shoes and walk out the house and walk around the block is sometimes all you need. I can't is- actually remember why I brought that up but <laughs> I'm now trying to think back but no there was it all there was all rhyme and reason yeah all rhyme and reason uh, yeah yeah so it's definitely worth being and I think I've heard quite a few not horror stories per se but there's a few nice places around where I live where I like to walk and I've seen some things come up on Facebook where someone's been followed mm-hmm. um or they've been made to feel uncomfortable and the benefit that you have when you walk around these places a lot is sometimes you learn the little off routes you can go um, and to get yourself out of these sort of situations but I also like the fact that 
my phone is tracked or I, I understand how to use my technology that if I got if if I got into distress I could let someone know straight away without necessarily having to get my phone out and call them like that's great um yeah so people should really um really think about their safety <laughs> definitely no I think that's good advice because that's the other thing when when everyone with the current restrictions everyone's trying things that are new and mm-hmm. when you try something new sometimes you haven't considered all of this stuff and yeah. just even like this is going to sound a bit slightly strange connection but um I remember going for a walk around Whitlingham Broad which is near us sort of a few months ago no it was after we come out of the first lockdown and because the pubs and things hadn't opened yet and there were loads of like beer bottles and just yeah. rubbish everywhere in places where there wouldn't normally and it's because there are people who wouldn't normally go to a beauty spot like that they'd go to the pub or they'd be in the bars with their mates and things yeah. and they're going to those beauty spots and I don't think it's necessarily I mean some of them are just being lazy but I think some of them maybe just haven't quite registered like in a completely non-malicious manner they haven't registered that someone won't come and pick that up for them <laughs> Yeah. and they're just like oh I've, you know I've finished my stuff here and they've gone off whereas people who use that frequently before all this has happened just like outrage so like you know that's not how we all have to share to keep you know keep this place yeah clean. we so live think- in such a we're so fortunate that we live somewhere that gets so well cared for yeah. if you walk around the city there are people who are employed to keep the city looking pretty Mm. and we're so lucky that we have that there's obviously some places like I know a lot of places in London don't have um like public bins Mm. um for your rubbish because they want yeah they want to have visibility of everything so actually you're actually asked to put it in certain places or dispose of it in certain ways um so I understand how sometimes there might be that lack of understanding of how to actually care for a beauty spot Mm. um and you know but it, there's also a level of like common sense I I understand what you mean I I saw a lot of it when um back in the summer when I was walking around some of our local places and I don't know if you felt the same but sometimes walking past a a group of people regardless of you know whether they're male or female walking past a group of people having a drink as like a a lone person sometimes I'm a little bit like oh. I feel threatened <laughs> by that definitely yeah, yeah. you're drunk I'm not <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I get, to be honest, I get the same sort of feelings when I walk past the geese and they hiss. So it doesn't take a lot, to be honest. Geese <laughs> are mean. Geese are mean. mean. They'll come for you. Yeah, and they kept, it's like, I felt judged the other day. God, they're just geese and swans. But <laughs> I walked around one pool and there was these two swans that like swam over to the edge. And I was taking a picture of them because they were being really good and staying nice and still. And then as I walked away, they were just looking at me. And I was like, oh, I didn't give them anything. Oh, like, they wanted to food. Like they were looking at me like, why? <laughs> we, was, we were so nice. We didn't hiss. We did not hiss. <laughs> Judge. Judgy swans. Yeah, so I'm going to have to take some snacks, I think. You're going to have to go back. <laughs> That's so funny. Appease the swan gods. <laughs> like yeah. But I do feel like, what if they bank it in their memory and they're like, next time we see you, because we know we will, we're going to hiss. We're going to hiss at you. I got hissed at by a swan. <laughs> I remember this one time I got hissed at by a swan. It was so scary. <laughs> I was alone. And um, I was walking along the riverside in the city and some swans hissed at me. And I sort of, I did a proper like comical side jump. I was like, good gosh. <laughs> I didn't even know you were there. Probably while they were hissing. Oh, <laughs> 
I had that the other day. I had my um my oh no, I was actually I was on the walk with mum and I was talking to her and there was just this dog, this tiny little dog. And you know when it's really muddy, so you're not really you're not looking quite where you're going, like to the front of you, you're just really by your feet. And this dog, really quietly, quite small, just appeared in front of me, but just looking at me. So it didn't make any noise, it was just looking at me. And so I looked at it, jumped. And then I kind of like stepped off to the side and there was like loads of branches. And then there was this man there with the dog, very, very nice man. Um, and he was just like, oh, be careful. And I looked at him and I was like, what? And there was this massive branch right by my head that I just oh jumped right God. near and I was about to hit. And I was just, <laughs> he said something like, um, you can't even go out <laughs> on a walk and stay safe these days. I was like, what? I was like, what is happening? <laughs> it's like, there's mud, there's branches, there's a dog, there's people. <laughs> Mum, where are you? <laughs> Lost your mother. <laughs> so the moral of the story is go out, get some exercise, do something yeah. new, but be safe. There are swans out there. There are tiny dogs. There are people drinking in groups oh. occasionally. Oh, gosh. And take a tea. <laughs> take a tea. I'm <laughs> very tea. impressed with this tea, Emma. But that has gone down a treat. I will not yeah. deny it. I won't lie, I didn't expect it to be like this. I thought it was just going to be a novelty tea. Yeah. Um, but the novelty has worn off and this is a, do you reckon there's like a brand that actually is called like novel tea? There must be. Oh, I was thinking about this earlier. What about like a brand of fruit teas and the brand is fruity? Fruit, there has to be. We must Google. Has to be. If not. I, I couldn't be bothered to make tea. So there you go. <laughs> if, you, if you're looking to start a tea brand. <laughs> That's a freebie. A freebie from us here. Yeah, just give it, just, just send us some free stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give us some samples. We'll say no more of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it there. Oh, man. Yeah, there must be. I like the amount of tea puns. Yeah. It's a joy. It's a joy and a glory. I try to think of more, but none are coming. Well, less I, tea. Yeah, they should. They called it zesty lemon, but they've missed a pun opportunity here. Zesty, zesty. It's a beautiful brew. Oh God, yeah. I got um to say this on the podcast or not. I shall because I've started it now. Jack's Valentine's Day card says you're a hot tea. (laughs) (laughs) No shame. No shame. Oh my God, I love it. And then his one for me says um. Oh, hang on, I can't see it behind Daphne's high chair. Oh, yes, that's it. I love you a waffle lot. Oh, oh it's sickening, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's good, it's good. It's appalling. Um, they're very it's funny. Fun. We did crack I love so we went for the puns. <laughs> what a wonderful life. What a wonderful life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to leave this in, but I can't believe I just said I love you a waffle lot on, <laughs> on my podcast. <laughs> okay okay we've got the tea crazies so i think we're gonna wrap it up there before we go any further but i've had a heat thank you i've had a great time thank you for coming on alice it's been really nice i mean it's just nice to talk to you in general but hopefully listeners you will be inspired to grab yourself a nice hot beverage and when it is legally allowed to do so or even just in your local area go out get some exercise and whatever form that takes and just get those happy endorphins a flowing 
yeah it's really nice and as i say i'll link my sister's instagram if you want some inspo on what she's been up to no pressure al sorry <laughs> it's all right it's a combination of like regular snacks and exercise i mean yeah, you've got the best of both worlds you really do. But... <laughs> but yeah like... um, so this yeah as i say this was sticks sticksology tea a really good choice if you want a loose leaf experience on the go i think mm-hmm. top notch so thanks for listening, everyone. Once again, we'll be back in a fortnight. Not quite sure what the next episode's going to be. I've got a few little things, little plate, tea plates are spinning. So who knows? But we will be back. We will be back. I, I always want to say bye, see you soon or something. <laughs> I can see you, listener, but still. I'll hopefully well, see like you soon ne- now. Next podcast. Yes, definitely. Next podcast, you need to have a tea pun goodbye line. I do. I need a sign-off. Mm-hmm. I need a sign off. I do. Okay. Good challenge. Challenge accepted. Yeah. TT for now? No, that doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>